we'd like to welcome you back to part two of our current event and weekly Bible study for September 16th, 2018. And I wasn't going to cover this, but this just broke on Drudge. And uh, I'm just going to go over this real quick. It's, it's just a good thing to bear in mind as Christians regarding cursed objects. Uh, some rapper dude that shows a picture of him here, his name's Post Malone. He's got he's just covered in tats, he's got face tats, he's doing the cornudo sign. So I mean, you talk about something that's open to being cursed. And this guy's, you know, beyond that. But it says Post Malone. Um uh, Post, that's his name. I guess his dad specialized in post hole digging, so he figured he'd name his son Post. Anyway, Post Malone cursed after messing with the most haunted object before a string of unfortunate events. I'm just going to read you something. I'm not going to spend a lot of time on this, but I just think this is a good, uh, something we need to bear in mind as Christians. From the midair emergency, which saw his private plane making a landing without its wheels going down a couple of weeks ago, to the car crash, I guess he, I don't know, he totaled his Rolls Royce or something, and a home invasion where gun-toting thieves yelled for the rapper when breaking into his old house, the star hasn't been having the best of times. In a video released today, Post might have messed with the wrong demon. Hanging out with Ghost Adventure star Zach Baggins at the haunted, at his haunted museum. Uh, I guess he's got a haunted museum of cursed objects. Sounds spooky enough already. The rock star rapper can be seen touching the shoulder of Zach, who was touching the object that is normally hidden behind protective glass. So what they've done is, um, this is a Dybbuk box, what they're in reference to. These are very, very highly, highly cursed objects. It's a Jewish yiddish very very high level kabbalistic witchcraft they put spirits in these boxes they literally will take evil spirits and put them in there like a genie in a bottle okay this stuff's real i mean these dybbuk boxes are nothing i mean unless you're called to mess with them they're they're nothing you're gonna call your you know you you would want to trifle with is what i mean um but they were in this room i watched the video and um they were just the one guy of the ghost adventures tour had evidently taken off the glass covering that the box was in they're like kind of like they look like a little cupboard with doors okay it's just like a little version of that and then he had a glass covering over it he took it off and he touched the box and you could see in the video you couldn't hear any audio but the the rapper guy was in the room and it looked like he was getting really freaked out they both were getting freaked out i don't know what was going on like i said Dybbuk boxes are very, very, very high level, uh, demonic witchcraft stuff. And, um, it's, I'll just read you this post is holding a beer, making it appear as though they're enjoying a low key social hangout in the museum as you do, as you do before the two flee the room in the video obtained by TMZ. He grabbed Zach who has them run out of the room, perhaps knowing they have awoken a curse. Perhaps the object in question is a Dybbuk box. Dybbuk is Yiddish for malicious spirit. And the box inspired the horror flick, the possession. Uh, it also, there's a there's an episode of Paranormal Witness where they get into that. And at the end, literally, they have no remedy for the Dybbuk box. And they take it to this barn at the end. I think I've discussed this in some other, on, on other audio I did. And they like, I don't know, I think they put it underground in this barn or something that's way out in the middle of nowhere and, and that seems to like appease whatever um personally if i if my whole life was just going to these places and snatching these things up 
and having a waiting burn barrel outside so I could chuck them in, I would gladly do that as my life's profession to get rid of these cursed objects off the face of the planet. I've already done this stuff before, but I've never done it with a Dybbuk box. Would love to though. Absolutely praise. And I mean, this is for the glory of God. It's not because I'm so big and bad, but it's just because I know the authority under which I'm operating in. And I do believe I'm called to that. If you're not called to it, it's a different deal. But um, to me, I, I don't, that would be, oh my word, that would be so awesome to just be able to do that all the time because you're literally removing something that is attracting demons and devils or storing demons and devils and and literally getting them off this planet and what i would do is 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 as i was throwing it into the burn barrel or some way to burn it i would be binding up the devils demons whatever is in that and casting them into the abyss until which time they then be cast into the lake of fire because without doing that the spirit's just going to go someplace else and occupy some other either person dybbuk box or whatever so i think it'd be very important to do all of that if you if you're going to get rid of cursed objects that is the best way to do it if it's if it's something that you can break you break it and then you burn it even if it's something that can't burn uh, unless there are what we call fire elementals within whatever you have which is going to be very very rare because fire elementals literally are attracted to fire most demons do not like fire most devils do not like fire okay so um you're going to be liberating those demons out of that dybbuk box by burning it okay and again you know you you'd, you'd want to be called to this and you would really want to do like make sure that god led you to do this and you would really want to make sure that if god convicted you to pray or fast which is going to be very very common if you go into a battle like this you'd want to do all of the above because <laughs> it's not something you want to take lightly either uh I'm just looking, uh, Zach told the publication the happening went down in June, which makes sense on the timeline, meaning he had all these really bad things happen to him afterwards. He's very, very lucky he's alive. And listen, it said that, okay, um, the star said that Post touching his shoulder as he himself touched the box was enough to trigger a curse. So I believe the one guy that owned the museum was touching the box. He'd taken the glass case off, touching the box. The rapper, this post guy, touched his shoulder, which, and then you could see they both kind of freaked out, and it triggered them both running out of the room. But even him touching his shoulder while he was, even though he'd never touched it, the curse transferred. So that's something that's very important to understand about this: is, is you can get transference like that from another person. Um. So, I'm just kind of reading this because I wasn't even planning on covering this. And he had all of these cataclysmic things happen afterwards. So anyway, I just wanted to kind of cover that. It's one of the main reports on Drudge right now. And a lot of people would just dismiss that. So oh, there's no validity to any of that. And I'm telling you, there is validity to cursed objects. They're, they're something that, you know, you don't want to trifle with. But, you know, the Lord leads you to destroy every single cursed thing. Especially if anything cursed is in your house. You really want to get rid of that. All right. So let's go further here. Um september 20th emergency broadcast test get ready for all h-e-l-l to break loose um 
Now, this kind of kind of goes in line with what we're looking at with Florence. We're kind of segueing into this. U.S. media goes silent after Trump declares national emergency in race to destroy the deep state before they start World War III. Now, some of you will say, no, Trump's just part of the deep state and he's all part of it. This is all a big orchestrated plan. Okay. You know, we can all have our opinion. All I'm telling you is that um, while I do not think the guy's perfect, it is not my imagination that every aspect of the New World Order has been fighting this guy tooth and nail, demonizing him at, on every level, literally when he first started to run and then when he became an actual real threat to be a candidate, then they really, really have ramped it up. And it has never stopped since then. So it just seems like a weird tactic of Satan if this was his plan all along to install a guy that's undone so much of what the New World Order put in place. I mean, big major pieces of treaties and legislations and things of this nature yes has he done some of the most boneheaded things i've ever seen has he has he installed people around him that are total wolves in sheep's clothing sure yeah yeah so again i have a lot of mixed feelings about trump but taken as a whole it is not my imagination that every aspect of the mainstream media demonizes this guy every single chance they get and they have never done that to any other president i have ever seen because they were all totally on board with implementation of the new world order <clears throat> anyway so trump declares national emergency and race to destroy deep state before they start world war three president trump has just declared state of emergency over the election process and now here's a link to the actual executive order that we're talking about this is not made up this is actually a real executive order that just was signed by president trump executive order um on the 12th of december 2018 and again, I provide you with the link here. It goes straight to whitehouse.gov, government actions executive order. So it, this is not like a conspiracy theory. This actually did happen. Uh, executive order on imposing certain sanctions in the event of foreign interference in a United States election. I, Donald J. Trump, president of the United States of America, um, which the people posting this inserted incorporated U United States of America, meaning... So what Deborah Tavares was just a reference to in 1933 when we turned into a basically a corporate state, corporate nation. I find that the ability of persons located in or whole in whole or in substantial part outside the United States. Now, if you really want to get into this, they're saying that that, that means outside of Washington, D.C. And that goes to the whole thing that happened in 1933. And you could get into really a whole study on that, which I'm not going to do, but... Anyway, to interfere in or undermine public confidence in the United States elections, including through the unauthorized accessing of election and campaign infrastructure or the covert distribution of propaganda and disinformation, constitutes an unusual and extraordinary threat to the national security and foreign policy of the United States. I hereby declare a national emergency to deal with this threat. Now, this is very wise, what he's doing. And I had said this, I've been saying this for a long, long time, that when midterms come up, Trump better have something in place to deal with the election fraud. I, 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 that is absolutely 100% essential prior to midterms. He did do this. He did this four days ago. So he's got this in place now. And again, I'm not 100% sure what resources are going to be pulled upon in order to enforce this the problem with trump is that he's got so many wolves around him and so many traitorous backstabbing devils 
I don't understand how he's going to be able to trust any of these people or organizations in order to actually really implement this. Maybe, you know, he knows a whole lot more than I do, but, you know, hope he does. So going further, it says, this means that the president has the authority to arrest for treason members of the press who work in, who work any part of the media that is owned partly by someone living outside of the Washington, D.C., because they're saying outside the country means outside of Washington, D.C., and that goes back to the whole 1933 bankruptcy thing that Deborah Tavares got into that I don't have time to get into today. This includes those who work for any newspaper, TV station, radio station, or social media company that a normal common man can conclude that they are biased, they, they biasly lie, which is basically all the, the mainstream media and Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and YouTube and, uh, and all of these you know, AI programs set in place by Google um, in order to censor and shadow ban and do all of these things that they're doing. In other words, this gives President Trump the authority to arrest anyone who tried to sway the voters with any type of lie. I just hope he goes through on this. Further, by October 27th, the following agencies are being called to monitor and control all U.S. elections. And again, I'm not sure how you trust these agencies, but... It says, Director of National Intelligence, who controls the NSA and is controlled by the Secretary of Defense. Again, I wouldn't trust any of these any farther. I can throw them unless he's got people in there that I don't know about. Number two, all agencies the Secretary of Defense deem appropriate to help ensure fair elections, including Secretary of State, Attorney General, and Secretary of Homeland Security. Again, I wouldn't trust any of them any farther than I could throw them. So again, I, you know, I don't know. But this executive order gives the president the right to arrest for treason any members of any social media company. Go get them, is all I can say. These traitorous, lecherous devils. In other words, the this executive order had to be created and signed before the November election to give the president the right to arrest anyone for treason who interferes with the election through any form of propaganda or lying. Well, he better get on the stick because, you know, they're only going to ramp things up. Now, in addition to this article, there is a guy named Captain Dave Bertrand, retired, who wrote a little piece on this, and I'll just read this real quick. The recent executive order is the beginning of things to come for the deep state. Conspirators who are attempting to rig the midterm elections this November. Now, this is more along the lines of what Q is putting out, of what a lot of the people in alternative media are putting out, um, where they're saying that the deep state is on the run, they're going to go down before the midterm elections. And the reason I'm getting into this is because I want you to be aware of this if it does happen. Okay. Um, there's a lot of people other than Q saying this is what I'm saying. It's not just Q saying this. It's a lot of other people that are saying this. So um, I hope they're right, man. I mean, pray. I, I pray to God they're right. In, and we should be praying about this. I mean, it's it should be one of the main things we are praying for regarding you know these this whole pedophile network because what it is is, is it, it is a gigantic pedophore pedophile network that needs to go down and and you know to stop all the child sex trafficking and and all the the um, sacrificing of children and drinking their blood and you know mutilating them and doing all the things that they do and kidnapping them. This needs to stop you know, obviously as soon as possible. So we'll see. So he goes on to say that in addition, certain media types and others in the FBI, the DOJ, the CIA that conspired to spy, leak intel, 
and their attempts to undermine the people of the United States could and will face treasonous charges. Again, I pray to God this is all true. And again, I'm not saying it is, but I'm saying that it is something we should be praying about. And it is something I think we need to at least be made aware of. Okay. So what will follow after Kavanaugh's appointment to SCOTUS? I think Kavanaugh's a devil, personally. Uh, he's absolute Bush operative. He did all of these things. I could do a whole study exposing Kavanaugh. So I think that that Supreme Court pick is an absolute joke. Um, yes, he will probably vote more on the side of conservative, but he is a deep state plan. So I'm not thrilled about Kavanaugh as a pick whatsoever, personally. That's me. Again, I could do a whole study exposing Kavanaugh. Uh, what will follow after Kavanaugh's appointment to SCOTUS, which is the Supreme Court, September 20th, is being referred to as the Moab. Uh, when the hammer falls and the indictments will follow. Moab is, I believe, the biggest bomb that we've got that is not nuclear. They used it in Afghanistan, I don't know, like two years ago or a year or two ago, to, I don't know, some cave system that they were, that there was speculation it was a cave system where giants were, because there's a lot of giants in Afghanistan, and that's where, like, those giant reports of these firefights of our military getting in with them first-hand accounts are coming back won't steve quill documented and all that stuff and they used a moab i believe in one of those cave systems um the combination of kavanaugh's appointment and an emergency broadcast test on the morning of september 20th so that's four days from now increasingly increasing the probability of a major disclosure that afternoon is the moab hammer which in turn will likely cause the deep state to launch a false flag involving a massive grid crash in the northeast and possibly along the west coast to censor news now grid crash they mean electrical grid okay so again i believe the first of these was florence okay but they were not able to accomplish all that they were trying to accomplish with florence and the, the hurricane so the second thing if what they're saying is true you would look at september 20th and or i don't know if it'd be a day after or whatever the probability of some type of false flag. They're saying they're they're thinking it's most likely a good crash in the northeast and possibly along the west coast to censor news. Meaning, if the grid goes down and you don't have power, you're not going to really be able to get news. Okay, which is would you know I wouldn't put anything past them. Grid blackouts would be the least of America's problem, though, as other false flag possibilities could take place as well. And again, remember what I've always said, going back a long, long way. It's not just me, but a lot of other people. If they're in full desperation mode and they feel like they've they're totally backed in a corner and they're going down, okay, they're going to pull out every stop they can and it's going to be maximum shock and awe. It's going to be order out of chaos. They're going to pull out everything they can. Now, if they take down the grid and we can't, we don't know what's going on. It's the perfect opportunity them for them to put to institute further false flags because we won't see it coming so much. You know, if they activate the Muslim sleeper cells and let's say they activate the, the Russian and the Chinese troops and they activate the gangs and they, they release a pandemic weapon um, on us. I'm going to get into that a little bit later. Um, let's say they, they pop off a whole bunch more weather warfare. They, go, they kick their dues into overdrives. They take out some some dams and it's going to be maximum shock and awe. And I'm not saying that's going to happen. I'm saying if they had their way, this is what they would do. So hope for the best, prepare for the worst, but pray about it. Okay. So 
and again, I've been talking about leading up to midterms. That's all I've been talking about lately, pretty much, is is the whole scenario that they're going to pull out all the stops, and, and we need to really be on guard and praying a lot about that. So, um, grid blackouts would be the least of America's problem, as other false flag possibilities could take place, because the Moab will cause panic among those facing treason. This would be a good time to have enough water, food stored, plus a full tank of gas, at bare minimum. Trump is one step ahead and the panic is increasing every day as the communist Democrats grasp at straws in their attempt to sway public opinion and to encourage political support for themselves and against the president. Now, re remember, there's a ton of people on the Republicans that are 100% rooting for this to all happen, too, because they're still they're on the same side as the Democrats. They're just Republican in name only. Uh, this coup is advancing, and I mean those most mostly in Washington and at high levels of government in whatever state you might live in. This coup is advancing to levels never seen before in the history of the United States as the communism, a.k.a. social justice progress, progressivism, is expected to collapse from within as truth is forced upon the fake stream media. They will not be able to hide the truth, but will declare Trump a fascist dictator. We will witness the top treasonous players going down in real time, and the big bonus is the fact that they're all tied to Barack Hussein Obama and Hillary Clinton. The counter-coup move by Trump and the military intelligence along with the FBI and DOJ has to happen before the midterm elections. I agree. When history shows the opposing political party usually takes control of Congress. But see, that's all theater. It's, it's all planned by design. It's all, okay, we've well, had two years of this Republican garbage. Now it's time to put some solid Democrats in there and really get effect change. I mean, it's, it's, all, it's mostly a, a rigged voting process, you know, that they're dealing with there. That's the only reason it's that's the way it is but this time we are witnessing an overt attempt by communists influenced by foreign foreign aid identities attempting to take control of our constitutional republic that is why and again it's kind of constitutional republican name only now because of the 1933 banking act where we went into bankruptcy and all that stuff that deborah Tavares went into anyway um that is why their latest executive order is meant for opening the door and paving their way to their prosecution military tribunals are coming well again i pray to god that is the case i really do and we should be as well i believe because that is praying for a righteous thing to happen now along those lines there was another video that was just released and i'm not going to play it because it's it's silent but you can go watch it i give you a link here and it's watch as thousands and again this is the pdf for september 16 2018 you can find it on contendingfortruth.com for free with all my 2000 plus audios for free and all the pdfs are free and so it's all laid out for you watch as thousands of camouflaged men they're all like latinos okay armed with assault rifles cross from mexico into arizona it's just you know minutes and minutes and minutes of them just crossing over they're all b b dressed in full battle like fatigues type of thing they've got gigantic packs on their backs uh and they're coming and they're streaming into this country right now Soros and the United Nations have publicly organized this criminal invasion to collapse our border just as they have done Europe. And I think they're really planning on something gigantically huge. And this is being recorded on multiple different border properties along our border. People that have this land have cameras set up and they're recording this. It's like literal, they're trying to get as many of these double troops in here prior to to whatever they're going to do prior to midterms so that when it pops off they'll have all their troops pre-positioned and in place like a trojan horse thing so again you know that's why i said this time leading up to midterms is so critical 
next report. Here's another scenario. I'm trying to give you different scenarios so you're not caught flat-footed no matter what comes our way. Backdoor martial law will follow a false flag pandemic release. The CDC has granted itself new draconian powers which severely violate civil liberties with regard to the spread of an ever-growing list of maladies. The loss of civil liberties for the ill is extremely broad and could be used to falsely imprison people under the guise that they are ill. In the new policies, the director has extremely broad powers and the position is an at-will position solely subject to the whim of the president. Its incarceration is similar, but perhaps even broader in scope. It covers public health emergencies, which are defined as any communicable disease event that the director thinks could spread. It's like, you know, the fox guard in the hen house or is highly likely to cause death or serious illness if not properly controlled. And again, that's at the discretion of Satan, who is the director of the CDC, okay? They, the director can be changed by the president at any time without Senate confirmation. During such events, the CDC could screen people at airports and other transport hubs and apprehend those they suspect of being ill for three days. Now remember, if you're in their database and they already have you as whatever, you could be as healthy as a whatever and go there. And as long as you're in their system, they'll, oh, no, you you look a little peaked. We're taking you into quarantine. And it has nothing to do with that. It's just an excuse to get you into the FEMA camp. Okay. Because I would think that they would want to take as many of the patriots off the street as they could with an event like this under the guise of this. Because... A lot of Patriots guards will be down if there's a pandemic, an ongoing pandemic going on. Now, this again is what launched this ministry back in 2006 when I did the 14 city tour on Avion Flu. It's entitled Avion Flu, The Killer of Millions. You can still go get the DVD at the Prophecy Club. And um, that information is just as applicable today as it was when I did it in 2006. So this is... You know, I really felt convicted to do that tour in order to avert that disaster that they were planning in 2006. But the threat is still just as real this many years later. Um, so going further, the new incarnation is similar, but perhaps even broader in scope. It covers public health emergencies, which are defined as any communicable disease event. And um, let's see here. Excerpts from the Atlantic. The, I guess the publication, a consistent mouthpiece for the Trilateral Commission, or Satan. The CDC is already authorized. The Atlantic says the CDC is already authorized to detain people suspected of carrying diseases like the plague, Ebola, and somewhat in probably smallpox. So now, what you would want to do is if we were in any kind of pandemic scenario, you would want to have, you know, your all your preps wherever you're going to end up being hopefully whether it's your house whether it's your bug out location but you're going to want all that stuff you're going to want your food your water you know um if you have whatever ammo guns that type of stuff you're going to want to have i mean i would have the invive mild silver protein the 5000 on hand you know like at least three bottles for each family member is what i would recommend in the case of a pandemic scenario and three bottles would be kind of bare minimum you know um Again, if you're not familiar with that, just go to dr-symbolljohnson.com, dr-johnson, j-o-h-n-s-o-n.com, or email me at the contact page at contendingfortruth.com, and I'll any kind of question you have, any kind of whatever, I, I sell it personally, and you can also get it on that website. So um, 
and I have a whole, I have a whole um, file I can send on what to do in a proactive, a proactive emergency measures, essentially. It's not just talking about the silver, it's talking about a broad range of things you could do and resources, places you can go to buy storable food. I mean, 99% I have nothing to do with any of these companies. The only one I do have is in Vive, that's it. But it's, a, it's kind of a comprehensive file on that. So you can email me at the contact page at contendingfortruth.com and I'll get that out to you. Or you can just search, I don't know, proactive measures on the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com. You can find it there too. You can find it as a, in a PDF because I probably put it in PDF format several, several times. And I've done whole teachings on proactive things you can do, which is a lot more comprehensive in a way than anything I'm going to send you via email because you're not going to get the audio component. Well, anyway, um, so, but the new rule does away with a formal list. It extends the same powers to any quarantinable, communicable disease and uses a wider range of symptoms. And this is just this whole thing of taking away more and more of our rights and our liberties, okay? Wider and wider range. Oh, you look like you're a little peaked. Is that a toe? Is that a hangnail on your toe? Well, we're taking you, I mean, where does it end? Uh, so it uses a wider and wider range of symptoms from a list that from a list that federal agents can update as the need arises for defining quote ill people. So the thing you want to want to be is on the road, out and about, where you're going to have to go through some checkpoint, and then all of a sudden they're going to, even if you look healthy as a horse, and you go to their checkpoint, but you're in their system, you're you're on their red list. Well, they're going to say, oh, no, no, you're going to. And if you resist, then they're going to have all of their, you know, guys with assault rifles right there to either blow you away or take you into custody. I'm sorry, but that's kind of, and I'm not saying God can't protect you. I'm just saying for the average person, if they're on the red list or if they're on a list that they want to, that's going to be the ultimate excuse. That's all the excuse they're going to need. And if the cars are behind you questioning anything and they're not going to question anything because they're going to be so scared. But they're just going to say, yeah, he was he was resisting quarantine. He was he he was sick, obviously, and we had to take him away. I'm telling you, this is one of the, <laughs> you know, if you were Satan, wouldn't this be one of the ways you would get a lot of the patriot community off the, and you would get them when they were at their weakest, like if they're with their family or something, they're traveling, they're not they're not they're not in any kind of fortified situation. I just see that as a bad scenario potentially james hodge jr a professional public health law and ethics at arizona state university feels that quote the cdc risks sacrificing personal liberty personal liberty at the altar of flexibility and expediency the rule allows the cdc to move on somebody based on some belief that they might pose some amorphous risk to others says hodge that's not a standard that survives constitutional scrutiny though for a start travelers indefinitely um, for a start, the rule is sparse when it comes to due process. It allows the CDC to detain travelers indefinitely before deciding whether to even quarantine them, saying only that the agency doesn't expect such apprehension, apprehensions to last more than 72 hours. Oh yeah, famous last words, as you're never seen again if you're on one of their lists. It does make provisions for legal counsel if people can't afford a lawyer themselves. And it puts any reviews of the agency's decision under the auspices of its own employees, rather than a neutral third party. Using the rule, a future administration could hold travelers in the government custody for days or weeks without providing any explanation or an opportunity for the individuals to challenge their detentions. Write Emma Roth and Kyle Edwards from Yale Law School. 
The rule also gives the CDC ultimate authority to carry out medical tests and treatments, stating that the individual's consent shall not be considered as a prerequisite to the exercise of any authority. So they can force vaccinate you. They can force do anything they want to you. Once you're in their custody, you have absolutely zero rights, zero due process, nothing. I mean, this is just like Nazi Germany. The, the, if this kicks into place and the stuff is already in place for them to implement this all they need is some national national health emergency the individual's consent shall not be considered as a prerequisite to exercise of any authority so they have total total rule over you you have no rights none that's medically unethical oh that's a that's putting it lightly says hodge since informed consent has always been a bedrock of medicine for decades if you don't get it, you could have additional quarantine, but you don't get to force informed consent on people. Well, he's being very um, genteel in the way he's presenting all of this. These revelations from the Atlantic are concerning enough. However, the new CDC policies are simply expanding the power of medical martial law. And when one examines the fine points, it's a license to remove undesirables, deplorables, and public political opponents from society and they can do so under the guise of protecting the public again exactly what i just stated this is where america could truly learn the finer points of fm 39.4 i.e fema camps as the issue of medical martial law was decided under the obama administration i mean they got to take you somewhere and that's where they're going to take you because they're not going to take you to a hospital why would they want to quarantine you in a hospital and supposedly expose everyone else to the patriot germs you know as Ebola is beginning to spread throughout Africa, the Atlantic would have you believe that CDC is scrambling to come up with the containment and the legal policies designed for quarantine, etc. Now, also, all of these planes now, they had all, like, I don't know, two or three planes that landed in JFK. They're putting diseased Muslims from the Middle East on these planes and flying them into America. And the one plane, that rapper Vanilla Ice, was on one of the planes and, like, a ton of people on that plane got sick, violently sick, like during the plane flight. And they landed in the JFK, they had to evacuate, and then you didn't hear much about it. And then there was another plane that's happened, and there was a plane over in Europe. So they're trying to get a pandemic going as well as, as you know, they're not putting all their eggs in one basket. They got Florence going, they're trying to get pandemics going, they got their dues weapons going, they've got these illegal aliens they're bringing over the border that are heavily armed you've got your embedded chinese and russian troops you've got so many elements that i've covered in the past in play that they are planning on activating if the deep state feels like they're going to be going down or if they feel like they're going to lose the midterms especially okay so let me just read this last line again as the ebola is beginning to spread throughout africa and that is something that is happening the Atlantic would have you believe that the CDC is scrambling to come up with a containment and legal policies designed for quarantine, etc. Now, I've got a whole protocol for Ebola. I've done whole studies on Ebola. Just key in Ebola in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com. I tell you exactly what to do with the mild silver protein. And you need to take selenium because selenium is very, very important um, regarding Ebola and regarding any um, viral contagion, which it, it, selenium just totally messes up the viral replication of things like ebola and um there's other things you do too i mean you could add in the whole food vitamin c and then the vitamin d3 but you know make sure it's from a whole food source that's why i like the innate version that i carry 
Um, all of these are products I do have, so you can email me at the contact page. I can send it to you that way too. I can send you my file on Ebola. Tells you what to do, and um, you know, again, you know, the, you know they're going to come out with some kind of vaccine, and the vaccine is going to be worse than the actual disease itself. It's going to be most likely involving you know either some kind of microchip or injectable nanorobots that'll already be in it. They'll be literally um, some type of recumbent, you know, most likely defiled DNA that they're inserting into you. A lot of these vaccines are cultured off aborted babies, like 17 of them at least. Uh, I've got, I've documented all of this in time. So vaccines are the most direct way they can kill us off and defile us and change our DNA. That's why I tell people I don't believe any of the vaccines are safe. They all have a total nefarious hidden agenda. I mean, you've literally got the medical pharma cartel injecting something into you that's bypassing every natural way you would normally ingest something and you're going to trust satan when they when you know they don't the doctors most of the time have no clue what they're even injecting into you but there's all this blind faith in the medical system i think because of years and years and decades and decades of brainwashing by the mainstream media there's probably all kind of subliminal embeds in magazines and in the tv and in movies and things of this nature just you know brainwashing us constantly where we don't want to question anything and then, you know, labeling somebody a conspiracy theorist would ever question any of this. And you can go up and look at my avian flu presentation online if you want to see that. I have an updated one. You don't see me talking, but you hear my voice and you, you see my PowerPoint presentations. Just key in Dr. Scott Johnson avian flu on YouTube. You'll find it. And um, it's like 140 slides. It took me months and months and months to prepare that thing. But again, the information in that is just as applicable today as it was in 2006. Yes, I could update it more, but I'm kind of doing that with ongoing teachings anyway. So that may be something you want to avail yourself. Anyway, it says the CDC is scrambling. You would think they would be scrambling to come up with containment and legal policies designed for quarantine, etc. But nothing could be further from the truth. The issue was decided in 2014. Um, it says the new policies are draconian. They represent the backdoor implementation of martial law and the removal of undesirables. Uh, and again, the red, the red list are those people that they would want off the street. They would be the most um, high-level targets for the New World Order to remove prior to the implementation of martial law or shortly thereafter. The patriots, the pro-lifers, the pro-Bible people, the people in alternative media, the people that are going after the pharma medical cartel, anybody that's exposing the New World Order agenda, they're going to be on this red list. Okay. Um, as previously refer referenced multiple of times on the Common Sense Show, that thanks to Obama, the United Nations can unilaterally impose a state of medical martial law and assume control. In fact, the draconian resettlement regulations, i.e. FEMA camp army regulations, known as FM 3-39-39.401-5, states that the foreign troops will eventually occupy FEMA camps referred to as resettlement camps. And that's why we have all these embedded Chinese and foreign troops, or Russians, that people see all the time that I've documented over and over on our soil. They're acclimating to our society. They're getting to know our ways. You've got all of these people in like Gatlinburg and Myrtle Beach and elsewhere that work in these these places. A lot of times where it's, there's a lot of tourists, they're, they're embedding themselves in. They're getting to know our way. They're getting to know our cultures. They're, they're, and then they go back and they train in the underground bases. They go back and forth. And we bring them in, 
our government has brought them in, the deep state has brought them in to train them, and they will be the troops used because they know that those troops will be loyal to the New World Order. They know those troops inherently have a hatred for American citizens. They can't be sure about that if they're American troops. So there's a lot of American troops that if they were doing this, the, the word would get out. And, and, but they can trust these Chinese and these Russians to keep their mouths shut because they hate us anyway, for the most part. I'm not saying they all do, but for the most part, they hate our guts. And they've been brought up that way. So that's why they're using those troops. And when they're, they go into the FEMA camps, they're going to have no problem doing whatever they're told or implementing whatever orders they're told to do regarding the eradication of Americans. And they're going to be happy to do it. Okay? So, I, you know, this is what I've been reporting on for years and years and years. And we, we could be on the cusp of it. I hope we're not. And again, it's all the more reason to pray about this stuff. Um... The section of the paper, this section of the paper is the smoking gun for medical martial law as per the UN takeover of handling a medical crisis. And so the foreign troops will eventually occupy FEMA camps referenced as resettlement camps. Army document FM 3-39.401-5 speaks clearly to the fact that there is absolute intent to use foreign military assets to imprison American citizens. Absolutely. When Ebola or some other pandemic strikes, the changes in the handling of Ebola patients have already been planned for through a series of legal actions. Most of them are executive orders. For example, the executive order entitled Revised List of Quarantinable Communicable Diseases, and there's a link to it, amends Executive Order 13295, there's a link to that, which was passed by George W. Bush, or Satan, in April of 2003, which allows for the apprehension, detention, and or conditional release of individuals. There's not going to be much conditional releases unless they, they got you in there by accident, most likely. And Ebola is specifically mentioned. Even though President Bush specifically mentioned Ebola as an illness, which would permit the authorities to utilize forced quarantines, Obama takes this portion of the executive order to a whole new level. Obama previously had granted his administration the authority to detain in any manner deemed necessary any persons who demonstrates any degree of respiratory distress. So, I mean, you could literally be, ha I mean, again, I think this is all window dressing. I think they're going to say you have it even if you look healthy as a horse. But they're saying any degree of respiratory, I mean, you just cleared your throat. You're coming to the quarantine camp. All it is is an, is an excuse. And it's your word against their word in, in, you know, an arena where there's no due process. There's no court. There's no justice. You know. This means people with non-infectious asthma could be detained. If Satan gets his way when the forced transport of Ebola patients begins to occur, relatively healthy people will be joining them. In this death parade march, two camps be being run with foreign assets. It is my belief that Ebola will be the impetus to send people to camps. However, this is by no means the end game. These camps will quickly morph into martial law detainment camps for American dissidents. I would imagine that many alternative media broadcasters will develop asthma over the next several months. Uh, these camps could indeed begin as FEMA detainment camps for Ebola patients, but quickly morph into other more nefarious and lethal purposes. Here are some examples of what I've uh, been speaking about. I have pre previously been told by my military sources that when families are transported to the uh, internment resettlement camps, husbands will be segregated from wives and children from parents. Again, I've talked about this before. It's divide and conquer. They're going to threaten you. They're going to try to pump as much information out of you, you know, before you're, and they're going to hold your, your family. 
is hostage over you. So whatever intel you can provide them, they're going to get that first. Then you'll be taken off to the, you know, most likely the extermination areas. Now, I'm not saying this to my listeners. I'm not saying this to whatever. I'm saying if they have their way, if they're able to fully implement this, this is what they intend to do. I'm not here to like have everybody freak out and, 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 and throw a monkey wrench into your fate. I'm saying this, if Satan had his way, this is what he would do. I'm not saying he's going to be able to pull it off. But this is what's in place from a legislative standpoint through all these unjust laws, you know. They frameth mischief by a law. That's what the Bible talks about regarding all of this stuff. Okay, so continuing, I've previously been told by my military sources that when families are transported to the IR camps, oh, I'm sorry, I already read this, husbands will be segregated from the wives and children from parents. Detainees may also be segregated by ethnic and family groups and further segregated to protect vulnerable individuals. What a joke and a lie from the pit of hell. Yeah, because you're going to help things so bad by separating families. You know, all you're going to do is just ramp things up, increase the stress more, and get everybody more into full panic mode so they'll be more um, amiable to doing whatever you tell them to do. Additionally, detainees may be categorized by behavior, cooperative, neutral, or combative to accurately resource guards, resource guards and facilities. Juveniles within the IR population are typically segregated from the general population. Agencies concerned with internment and resettlement. Okay, so here's some government and government-sponsored entities that may be involved in these internment resettlement missions. International agencies. Well, that's really unbelievably broad and could include, obviously, the United Nations, which will be one of them, and who only God knows what else. The International Committee of the Red Cross, because the Red Cross is such good people. International Organization of Migration. U.S. agencies. I mean, these are so broad, it could be, mean anything. Local U.S. Embassy. Department of Homeland Security, you know, pure evil. U.S. Immigration and Customs Enforcement, ICE. Federal Emergency Management, FEMA. Okay, so we've got all the most, some of the most wicked factions of government. And then it goes on to say, wait, there is something missing. These are pretty much the same agencies which are identified to be involved in the HHS Ebola detainment camps. There are absolutely no medical organizations such as the CDC and NH, NIH involved in the oversight, staffing, and maintenance of these camps. These are FEMA death camps, plain and simple. It is increasingly clear that the Ebola crisis will be used to impose medical martial law. Ebola-infected people, those exposed to Ebola-infected people, and those with any type of respiratory distress will also be transported to these death camps. And now, thanks to the new, the new CDC regulations, which greatly expands the power of medical martial law, Expect a major false flag in the near future as all necessary pieces have been put into play. And if these people are fearing that they're going to go down the deep state and that, you know, their days are numbered, well, then they're going to want to get this show on the road as quickly as possible. Now, I'm not saying it's going to happen. I'm saying it could. I'm saying it's things we should be aware of and to be in prayer about that hopefully the Lord would be able to avert this or would avert it, not that he, you know, Hopefully he could, like he couldn't do it. He can. It's just a matter of, you know, is it his will at this point? And if there's no prayer behind it, then there's a much more likely chance that it will get implemented. Okay, so I'm just going to close this part out. I'm going to have to kind of shut it down for tonight. I've been um, kind of fasting for uh, close to a couple days, but more closer to what they call a dry fast, where I'm taking in just minimal water and doing a lot of herbs for um, the kidneys. I've been doing a lot, getting a lot of um, more research 
done and I'm trying to um, kind of perfect some ways that when we fast we can maximize what our body is actually getting rid of the toxin load and I'm getting more confirmation so much of this is dependent upon the kidneys dry fasting meaning where you take in no water to very very minimal amounts of water is the most potent way you can fast it also has the most health benefits and it's also the hardest um it's kind of the ultimate crucifying of the flesh but when you combine it with herbs like for the kidneys and things of this nature it it has a very very um beneficial effect i'm, I'm going to try to do a dedicated well maybe not a dedicated at least a part on this on a study where what you're trying to achieve is what they call kidney filtration where your body is actually dumping dumping stagnant lymph out of the body and things that it normally was not getting rid of and this is one of the major reasons why people cannot lose weight why they can't get healthy why they're sick why they're run down why just so many things and um I'm going to be trying to get that done maybe in the next month or two to, to get that study up or whatever. But I always do a lot of this stuff on myself first and and uh, kind of combine it with the knowledge base that I've already got after being, you know, doing this for like since like 1992, 91 really. Because even before I became a chiropractor, I was heavily involved in like looking at clinical nutrition and things of that nature. So, um just praying for wisdom, understanding, knowledge about the whole thing, but I'm I'm really like just like zonked now. So I'm gonna go ahead and, and, and close us out here and uh, oh give you just a one more little praise report here. It's a big one kind of. I uh, just got another email about the Florence thing, and this was my response to my listener. I said this whole Florence thing was almost like a non-issue here. Now when I say here, it's where the area that I'm living here in like the Hickory, North Carolina area. Now I understand in other parts of the state it was a big issue, okay? But again, it could have been a thousand times worse if they would have hit those nuke plants with a Cat 5. That And that's what they were planning on doing as we documented at the start. So as much of, you know, flooding as this has caused, it's nothing compared to what it could have been. Um, I, I said, I said, the Lord just protected us from this. I barely have a tree limb down in my front yard. And the initial forecast was for this thing to go right over my location. I give a detailed report about this in the teaching I'm putting up, which is what I'm talking about right now. Now I just checked the, um, the weather channel radar for my area and the whole thing is totally gone by us now. Now I was shocked when I saw this because I said, um, I mean, they were saying this is going to be dumping rain on, rain on us up until Wednesday because it wasn't moving. It was just sitting there churning and churning. It was not moving. And I have been, um, uh, I said all of a sudden the system moved north of us and it's only Sunday night. So we're literally like three days ahead of schedule. And it just happened all like once, just tonight. I mean, I was looking at it up until today and I'm like, oh man, this thing is just not really moving. Um, it took a couple of days, but that's about all I've been praying about is for God to just accelerate the system out of here, you know, binding and loosing, uh, pleading the blood of Jesus Christ against this system, you know, um, again, the binding and loosing, if you want to know more about that, gets Ken Winworley, um, binding and loosing online. He, he has a really good study on that or 
I mean, I'm sure a lot of other people have good studies on it. I just like Win Worley's kind of style. It's kind of, uh, it works. <laughs> it works. And um, it was supposed to, and I've also been praying against the technology that's ramping this up, like these Nexrad Doppler ultrasound radars, which I'm adding to the prayer list tonight, and the Chemtrail program, and these blast wave accelerators that Deborah Tavares talks about all of these things and there's probably a lot more that they're that they're using God knows what they are though and you know he knows how to um you know go after this stuff I just want to make sure I'm looking real quick to make sure I, I added this into the prayer list because I'm trying to put out a prayer list every time now so that we can have that yeah okay so we can have that to pray about um and then I said all as far as I can see from what I'm seeing, the rain threat's pretty much gone. I mean, it's all north of our position now. And it had all been south of my position, the eye, okay, up until, like, literally, like, this last day. And they were saying it's going to make this big semicircular arc uh, going around our position. And that was going to be, it was going to be dumping rain on us till Wednesday. And now all of a sudden it just goes boom and it just accelerates right like up or whatever. So see, sometimes you can pray about something and you might not see the answer until like, you know, days later. It might not just happen instantly, but you can, you can be praying about something. And then all of a sudden it's almost like just everything coalesces. Maybe you cross some threshold in God's eyes. And there's enough prayer going up about it. Then all of a sudden the prayer is just answered. And, um, yes, there's still a big flooding threat. And, 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 and yeah, a lot of people have lost a lot of stuff in, in, in the flooding threat because the way it works is typically when you have that much rain, it, it takes time for it to get, to get into the rivers from the tributaries and all these other the streams where then the rivers will crest at a certain point. But as far as I can see, the rain threat, the big rain threat is all north of us now. And it's, it's just broken up. The storm's broken up. It doesn't look like a hurricane anymore. It's a it's like a tropical, I don't know, depression now or something. And so the only thing left is the, is the rivers that will possibly swell in the coming days. But this is so much better than was predicted with a Cat 5 hitting us full, full on. And um, no nuclear reactors were breached, which is the main thing that they were trying to really do. So praise the Lord. Uh, I just want to thank my listeners for, you know, their prayers, for praying for us. And, um, you know, I, I truly believe this is an answer, answer to prayer because, again, it could have just been a thousand times worse. So um, I'm going to try to end this out in a word of prayer. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like running on fumes right now. But um, the current list of prayer points that, in the name of Jesus Christ, I just prefer, bring before God now are... The full implementation of the real ID in 2020, the South African genocide of the whites, for God to neutralize and stop the Fukushima nuclear radiation contamination, nuclear reactors breaking down worldwide, stopping the Big Brother draconian changes taking place worldwide, midterms, Trump and those surrounding him, stoppage and exposure of the Chinese, Russian, and Muslim fifth column sleeper cell soldiers embedded in America, uh, and that would also, I would also add to that the um, ones coming in from Latin America as well. The ones pouring over the borders. The eradication of CERN and all the 30,000 particle colliders worldwide. And the D-Wave quantum computers. 
creating the Mandela effect and, and only God knows what else, the eradication and exposure of all pedophiles and ch child, child sex trafficking networks worldwide, the LGBT movement and all the normalization of pedophilia to be stopped, the eradication of all abortion clinics and Planned Parenthood worldwide, the eradication worldwide of all chemtrail programs, NEXRAD Doppler ultrasound weather manipulation programs, uh, NASA's blast wave accelerators used to create tsunamis and storm surge, plus all dues directed energy weapons causing the fires worldwide, and the eradication worldwide of all planned deep state and Muslim false flag events prepared between now and the midterms. So, Father, we just bring these, these, all these issues before you, Lord. We loose your angels, Lord God, whatever kinds of angels are necessary, respectively, for every single point we've brought up in whatever quantity is necessary, God, to intervene in every single one of these situations, that your name would be glorified, that many would be saved, that this wickedness would be stopped in its tracks, that the, the wicked, that their own tongues would fall upon themselves, that those that can be saved, Lord, would be saved. I truly do pray that, Lord. But that they're not able to prosper in wickedness. That God would shoot at them with an arrow and suddenly that they would be wounded. And so they would make their own tongues to fall upon themselves. That all men would see and fear and declare the work of God. That they would wisely consider of your doing. And that the righteous would be glad in the Lord and trust in you. And all the upright in heart would glory. We bind up every devil, demon, evil entity, fallen angel or fallen cherub that would try to hinder these prayers in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We bind them up, we rebuke them, and I pray, Jesus, you cast them into the abyss or wherever you want them to go, and that none would be able to come to take their place. I pray you forgive us for any and all sins we've committed, Lord, as we forgive those who have sinned against us, that you would cleanse us from presumptuous sins and secret faults, that they would not have dominion over us. And we thank you, Lord, we praise you, we ask all these things in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen.